What's up, New Orleans? This is Comedy Central Stand-Up Presents. Please welcome Chris Red. Chris Red. Hey. Man, I'm from Chicago, man. I've been in LA about a year, man. It's cool. There's some differences. I noticed, you know, like, like the weather is fucking amazing. In Chicago, it's crazy. It was 20 degrees. In Chicago got real cold. That means I'm cold, bougie. And I experienced my first LA winter, and that shit was fucking adorable. It's like 70 degrees, motherfuckers are wearing scarves. Double wraps. Walking around like they own a castle. Take that shit off your neck. The sun is out, you know your neck is sweaty. Now you out here with a wet neck endangering the world. People with wet necks make bad decisions. Hitler had a wet neck the whole time. They left that out of the history books. But I love it now, man. I was in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I love the A. Yeah, y'all get crazy. Y'all strippers don't stop twerking. That's crazy. I love Atlanta, man. I was in the airport for five hours because they got two inches of snow and shut the whole city down. That shit was amazing to me, man. I, people left their cars on the highway. They saw two inches of snow and said, fuck this, and got out the car. We're walking. Come on, kids. That is not how you deal with snow. And they don't have snow all the time, so they're not walking confidently in snow. So it's a whole highway full of cartoon characters. <laughs> that is stupid. But I was in the airport acting a fool, man. I was, I was smacking people. <laughs> Y'all don't know what cold is. Like, why you smack me? That's what Chicago wind feels like, bitch. And... Turn up. I like to say turn up after things I do wrong. That's great. <laughs> I was. I met, this, I met this lady, though, man. I was waiting there about five hours, you know. And I, was, I walked up to her, and I was like, hey, um, Tanya. Yeah, we've been waiting, like, four hours, man. You got any kind of updates? Anything you could possibly tell us at all when we'll get out of here? Yo, she doesn't answer me at all. She jumps right on the intercom. Thank you for choosing Delta Airlines. This is Tanya. Now, I know some of y'all got questions. I got questions, too. But right now, we ain't boarding the plane because we can't find the captain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see him, so I don't know. <laughs> so if you got any other questions, I'm gonna need you to be like Superman, lifting a Mustang and hold your horses. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's so mad about these two inches shutting the whole city down because I shut down every time I see two inches. You hear me, bitch? <laughs> and we are Facebook friends because that was some gangster shit to say at your job. <laughs> she was at work. 
Her manager, Todd, came out and was like, oh, excuse me, Tanya. Uh, yeah, Tanya, you can't say that on the intercom. And Tanya turned with no hesitation and was like, Todd, I've been working 16 hours every day for seven days straight, and I ain't got no goddamn bonus. I say whatever the fuck I want. And Todd was like, I'm gonna go on break, okay? I'm gonna go on break. <laughs> I keep in touch with her though, man. I Skype her all the time. I Skyped her three weeks ago just to check up on her. It was her day off. I was like, yo, Tanya, what's up? How you doing? She was like, I'm good. I mean, these kids driving me crazy, but they mine, so they still here. <laughs> Which I feel like that's the slogan for parenting. Like, I've never had kids be like, parenting, they're still yours, so they're still here. <laughs> and so we talked for a while, and then I was like, yo, go get the kids, I wanna say something to them before I get off the phone. So she runs off, right, she was gone for two minutes, she comes back, and she was like, Chris, I gotta go, I'm so sorry, I left my kids at the mall. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tanya was so high, she left her kids at the mall. She was driving home like, they're so quiet. I'm so proud of them. They're not there, bitch. Turn around. <laughs> you became a bad mother so fast. <laughs> love this, man. We're in some crazy times right now, man. It's good to see some couples out here. You, you in love? Make some noise real quick. You in love? <laughs> Look at this interracial couple. Martin Luther King would be proud of y'all niggas. How long y'all been together? Three months? Oh, so that's not shit at all. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers playing pretend right now, son. I like the first year. The first year is the most fun. Oh, it's so fun, right? It's most fun. It's not the most meaningful, but it's the most fun because both of y'all don't know how crazy you are yet. Y'all have no idea how crazy you are. The first year, you just play pretend. You do cute shit. Everything's cute. You do cute stuff, like hold each other all night. That's some fake-ass shit. <laughs> no real couple does that garbage. And if you're with somebody past a year and they're still holding you all night, you were dating a serial killer. <laughs> and they will wear your skin to the bank. Just to the bank wearing your skin. That's crazy. I wake up when you wake up. How is that not insane? Have you been sleep? No, girl, you sleep for the both of us. That's crazy. You can't get all the way to sleep holding another person all night. It's impossible. She moves, you wake up, you move, she wakes up, she farts, you act like she ain't do it because you trying to be cute. Was that me? No, girl, that was Jesus. You Sex is amazing. You can do new sex moves because she hasn't learned your fuck pattern yet. Every spouse knows how you have sex, right? Monday through Sunday. That's how weeks work, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that first year, everything's in your repertoire. You know what I'm saying? That's great. And after sex, y'all both sit there, lay there, holding each other all night in that wet spot, chilling like you both want to be there. <laughs> you know that wet spot. Vagina juice, back sweat, little bit of hope. It's all that right there. 
And the people that are reacting, you're having great sex. You continue to have great sex. And the people that aren't reacting, you just found out you've been having terrible sex your whole life. <laughs> and that's not my fault. Because good sex creates a wet spot. And if you're a strategic man, you have sex on her side, so you sleep dry. <laughs> And if you're a real woman, you make him switch because you run this. <laughs> and if y'all a power couple, you have sex on the couch and make your friends deal with that juice. Moving to LA, some things that were very weird to me were the crackheads. Crackheads were very weird. Chicago, we have mm, top of the line crackheads. <laughs> top of the line. Can't get better than them. I got to Hollywood, very different crackhead, you know. I was walking on Hollywood Boulevard, don't know if anybody's been here, but Hollywood Boulevard's where all the stars were at, all the stars on the ground, people, everybody who visits Hollywood goes there. Somebody was walking, right? Regular guy, had a camera on his chest, so I assumed he was a tourist or a pervert who was not shy about letting people know. <laughs> he put his whole human face on Marilyn Monroe's star to take a selfie. I'm like, yo, you got hepatitis A through Z now, fam. <laughs> Get your face off that damn street. Where is your father? <laughs> so as I'm yelling at this stranger, this crackhead walks up to me behind me, right? He was like, hey, brother! <laughs> brother, come here! I don't know why he was rubbing himself like this. I didn't ask him because I didn't want to know the answer. If I walked up to you and I said, hey, brother, how you doing? I was rubbing myself. Would you ask me why? <laughs> no, nigga, you wouldn't. But I was, so I was looking at his eyes, but I was trying not to look down. I was like, hey, uh. What's up, man? He was like, come here. He was already this close. I was like, nigga, you in my face. I took one finger and I was like, right, there's no more here for me to come, motherfucker, back up. He's like, oh, okay. oh, I'm sorry, I don't know space. Hey, 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 pick a card. Any card. He didn't have a card in his goddamn hands, people. Not one fucking card. I looked down at his hand like, where the fuck are the cards, man? He looked down at his hand like he was surprised with me. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, then I guess ta-da. You can't well, then I guess. You can't stumble upon magic. You're unprepared, you son of a bitch. <laughs> then he walked away, bumping into people, excuse me, to die. You can't hand out to dies. <laughs> the hell are you doing? I called my friend, I was so mad. I was so mad at this crackhead. I called my friend, like, yo, dog, I'm so fucking pissed off. He's like, what happened? I was talking to this crackhead. My friend was like, your fault. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Now hug up the fuck. Because <laughs> I accept when I'm wrong. I saw him again, though. Saw him again, same street. It's different people there. This lady, her name was Rebecca. She was having a birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> Very drunk, wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and her friend was helping her walk, like, yes, Rebecca, it's your birthday. Use your legs, bitch, damn. <laughs> it's a solid friendship. <laughs> and as they're walking down the street, this magical crackhead jumped out the bushes. 
Now listen, I don't know how long this man been sitting in these bushes, but his timing was impeccable. Amazing. I give you a quick replay so you saw how I saw it. It's my birthday. Yes, Rebecca, it's your birthday. Use your legs, bitch, damn. Crackhead on cue. Don't nobody give a damn about your birthday. <laughs> then he walked back in the bushes. What? <laughs> Yo, I've never seen a grown man walk back in some bushes like he had other shit to attend to. Y'all keep it down out here. I'm in here rubbing my nipples and doing experiments. What? Yo, I had to know. I had to know what he was about. I had to ask him some questions. I had to give him some money if he needed it, but I wasn't bringing my black ass in those bushes. That's how he got there, little crackhead Narnia. You can never leave. Unless it's a white lady's birthday. So I wasn't walking in those bushes. But I walked outside of the bushes. I said the one thing I could think of to get him to pop out so I could ask him some questions and help him out if he needed it, right? So I walked outside the bushes. I was like, yo, it's my birthday too? I thought that was his thing. He's like, not again. You know what I mean? But he didn't. He didn't pop out at all. All I heard from the bushes was, no, it ain't. Like, how the fuck you know that, bro? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, and I said under my breath, I was like, man, this nigga is magic. <laughs> and then as soon as I said that, he was like, ta-da. <laughs> my cousin came out for real, though. I have a cousin that came out for real. Uh, he wanted to do it down south in front of all of my family members. We're from Mississippi, so Thanksgiving, in front of 40 of my family members. And, uh, and that's like a unique place to come out. <laughs> and he hit me up because he wanted some support, you know. He, he texted me first. He was like, yo, 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 Chris, yo, Chris, yo. Yo, dog, uh, I got something to tell the family, ellipses. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Why'd you spell out ellipses? That is not how that works. <laughs> Dot, 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 that's how that works, fam. <laughs> then after that text, I was like, you gay? <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent me a text like, what? How'd you know? And then I sent him another text like, yo, I've been known. I thought she was trapped in the closet. And then I sent him a gif of R. Kelly just doing this shit. And he was like, that's a dope gift, dope. That's a dope gift. But he's like, for real, no, how'd you know? And I was like, no, no one really knows, right? No one really knows until somebody tells you or you walk into a room and you're like, 90% sure, you know? <laughs> but when I had an idea that he might be a little different, uh, I was dating this girl. I was very young at the time, so I was very ignorant. And I got this naked picture. It's my first naked picture I ever got, right? And this girl was posed up in her bedroom in front of her mirror so you could see the bedroom in the background. And it was a, it was a weird pose. <laughs> because there was no wall right here. <laughs> so this was just a decision, my nigga. This was, she was like, no! 
And then she was leaning too much, so one titty was alone. It looked lonely. The loneliest titty you ever did see. And I was like, oh, I hope she reunites those titties. So I passed it to all my friends because I was an ignorant kid at the time and everybody was like, oh, those titties are lonely. <laughs> and then it got to my cousin and my cousin takes one look at the picture and he's like, she need to clean up her room. That is not ladylike. <laughs> you looking at the wrong thing, brother. Look at the titties. He's like, fuck those titties. Look at that decor. I snatched this picture back and I was like, yeah, you different. <laughs> you real different. But of course I had his back, you know, of course I had his back. So it comes to Thanksgiving. We all about to dig into the food, right? And just as we about to dig in, my cousin kicks down the door. Everybody stop eating. <laughs> I've got something to say. <laughs> For as long as I can ever remember, I've been gay. So eat on that. <laughs> that response is beautiful because that was not the response of that day. <laughs> Everybody froze, it was silence, but I was cracking up because I was like, yo, that choreography was the shit, son. <laughs> what kind of gay temptation are you, nigga? Eat on that. Now what? Eat on that? That's a hashtag. I hashtagged that shit for a year. Eat on that? That was hilarious. Also, he kicked the door down and it was already open. <laughs> Grandma gonna kick your ass for that. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment for me. But everybody, no one said anything for about 10 seconds. And I don't know if you've seen anybody come out before but 10 seconds is a very long time to hear silence. So he looked at me, he was like, Chris. And so I looked back at him, I was like, I got you. I stood up real fast. And I ain't, I ain't know what I was gonna say. I ain't never come out before, I ain't never come out with association. I, I ain't did this before. But I was confident with my stand-up. And I was like, ugh. Ta-da! <laughs> He's gay! <laughs> and my dad stood up, anger on his face. And my brother, straight man. Me, I'm straight. My sister's straight. So we've never had this issue. So we never really talked about it. He had a lot of anger on his face. I was like, oh my God, what is going to happen? He looks mad. Is my dad a bigot? Am I going to find out right now? This is crazy. Over cornbread? No. <laughs> you ever had something real bad happen over your favorite food and it like taints it forever? <laughs> And then every time you eat it, you're like, huh, racism. <laughs> he was looking mad, you know? I was like, oh no, what the hell's gonna happen? He was like, enough of this shit! <laughs> Jimmy! 
We already know you gay, nigga. Sit down and eat your greens. I'm in Chris Red. Thank y'all.